Why should I create an online course? That's probably a question you've asked yourself. Stay tuned and find out the answer. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of Why Should You Create an Online Course Learning? I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. I've been in the coaching and course creation and online space, my gosh, since way back in the 90s, so I got a little bit of experience under my belt And yet, even I am still learning. And I'm here to share with you what I have learned and what I still am learning about course creation, coaching, entrepreneurship, and more specifically, infopreneurship. So that begs the question, who are you? Well, that, my friend, the answer is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, more specifically, an infopreneur with or seeking a coaching and online course model and business, or perhaps you're just hoping to have all of that very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, and just start leveling up with some great personal marketing or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the info empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that, my friend, is why I'm here hitting you with yet another solo success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into your infopreneur and course creation success with some actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game. Because as we already know, when it comes to success, there are zero shortcuts out there except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. Now, Before we kick this off, I know in my heart of hearts that you want to keep getting all these success tips. And so to make sure you do keep getting all these success tips, I need you to go on down there and hit that subscribe button. While you're there, please go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. Heck, ask some questions. Make some constructive commentary. I'm cool with all that. And I do read each and every one of those reviews. But here's the real power that comes with it. It is those subscribes, ratings, and reviews that tells those podcast platforms out there that you are getting some value. And they in turn will lift us up a little bit in the ratings so that we can reach more infopreneurs and entrepreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. I appreciate you. So as we kick, get kicked started off here, kick started, restarted. Anyway, I know I'm I'm off on a little rambling rant there. So as I asked earlier in the question, why should I start an online course? Why should you start an online course? I know you may have been toying with this idea for a while. Maybe you even started it a bit. And here's one of the cool things that I think we've seen of late is specifically since 2020, there has been a significant rise in the number of people that are looking to launch their own online course. And that interest has snowballed, you know, since the shutdowns, right? The, the lockdowns really started changing the way people were working, how they viewed online content, 
how they viewed meeting online. Right? All those businesses were closed. And if they weren't closed, people were sent home and they were working from home. So a lot of things changed as a result of that. And I think some of that change is here to stay. But as a result of those changes, good or bad, I have seen, and I know you have too, the number of people that are seeking new ways to monetize not just their skills, the things that they can do with their hands, but the things that they can do with their knowledge online. Enter the online course. And I know so many have stepped out there and thought, oh, I could do this or I could do that. And others are like, I keep hearing about online courses and the ability to do great things with it, but I don't know if I have anything to teach. And I think everyone does. Everyone has something. So whether you're the first where you're like, I have this amazing thing. I want to create my first online course, but I'm a little unsure. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little shaken. I'm not quite sure what to do. Or maybe you're the other person. It's like, I want to create an online course, but I'm not quite sure what to talk about. Then you're in the right place. Now today, we're going to talk specifically about the reasons why. And in hearing those reasons, I'm hoping it will reaffirm what it is you have inside you, the reasons why you want to do this. Now, if we want to go down the data reasons, right? Maybe you're on the fence. I know there was a a market research done. I think it was an e-learning market research that was done. And they found that they estimated that the online e the e-learning market was going to grow to something like 375 billion that's billion with a b ladies and gentlemen by 2026 and that's only four years away now pause and think about that the pandemic itself started already two years ago hmm Two years and three months, if if I remember my my time frames correctly. So that four years is, you know, in that respect, already half gone. So it will sneak up on us really, really fast. And for me, I think one of the reasons why it's going to grow so fast beyond what I've already mentioned is the fact it's flexible. It is so easy to, to put up uh, the power of what you can teach, the flexibility uh, of the process of learning. Some people learn by watching, some people learn by hearing, some people learn by reading, and you can put all of that into your courses at a very, very low cost and make it very easily accessible via their phones, via their tablets, you know, via the podcast, even if you wanted to. So you really have this ease of accessibility, this increased effectiveness um, of this automated, I, you can call it automated learning, right? And I think the next thing past that is this movement. I've seen this flurry of people getting involved in this opportunity and becoming infopreneurs, as I, I've started to call them. I've even heard the term edupreneurs uh, come up because you're teaching content, right? You're taking something that you know and you're educating other folks, right? You sit down and you plan it out and you open up your course and you successfully are operating basically um, a little mini school of sorts, an educational service, you might call it. So today, these infopreneurs are going out there and educating the public, but they're teaching on a more specific 
topic and helping them develop a specific skill, right? You could be a fisherman, right? And you want to teach people to fish. I personally know nothing about fishing. Uh, here's what I know. You get a, a rod and a reel and a line and a hook. You put some bait on it and you throw it in the water and you wait. Now, I also know that there is way more to fishing than just that. But here's the thing. I don't know what I don't know. You, Mr. Fisherman or Miss Fisherman, you do know. So you could put together a, a, a cool little course that could teach me how to fish. I have a myriad of lakes and ponds and rivers uh, at my beck and call that I could go fish at, but I know nothing about it. So I could take the time, I could buy your course, I could learn about fishing, and I could walk into my local, local rod and gun club and buy the equipment I need as an educated consumer. Now, Mr. and Miss Fisherman, you have to know that creating this course and setting it up uh, your online fishing school, if we continue with that example, can be very, very rewarding and a, a way to start a little business. And guess what? It's even easier than starting uh, a fishing school where people come and visit you and you teach them how to fish, right? Because you're now an edupreneur and your online courses will be uh, flexible and you can even make them fun. Um, and then you can update them easily without having to pull people back in. And maybe they're coming, they're, they're not going to go fishing for a couple of months and they want to learn ahead of time so they can learn at their own pace. And let's go one step further, and it could be good or bad, is you don't have to be some sort of certified expert in fishing. Nope. You just need to be someone that knows a little bit more than the person you're teaching. And for me, for example, <laughs> you know probably a whole lot more than I do. You don't need some sort of fancy finagle credentials or certifications to create your course. Now, at the same time, you don't want to put yourself out to be something you're not. But you can certainly educate those that are 1, 2, 12, or 100 steps behind you, and they will look to you as the experts. Really, all you need is some experience, some passion, and the knowledge of the subject that you're about to teach. That's it. And I think you might need one more thing, right? You want to create your course with a purpose. So if we continue with this fishing example I'm, that I'm beating to death at this particular point, what is it your, what is the purpose of your course? Is it to teach me, the uneducated non-fisherman, how to put food on the table? Or is it just to teach me the fun and enjoyment that you are getting out of the sport of fishing? Those are two different goals. Right. If you're trying to teach me how just to enjoy the fun and the sport of it, uh, your course may take one path. If you're trying to teach me how to feed my flipping family, as we see all kinds of crazy things happening in the food chain um, here in the United States and probably across the world. Well, now your course takes a, a different direction. You follow me? You're still teaching with your experience that you have, but now you've given it a purpose. And with that purpose, you've given it um, a message, you might say. You're providing some value to the rest of the world, to the student that's going to take on your course. And that value can just be infotainment. That's fine. Or that value could be, this is how you can feed your family. 
And I think the last really cool thing about uh, online course creation is that you get to, whether you're Mr. Fisherman expert or Mr. I don't know, crochet expert or Miss Sewing expert or Miss Build a Car expert, you get to teach something while you're showing the world what it is that you enjoy, your passion project. You may say, you know what, I'm going to rebuild this 57 Chevy and I'm going to film and uh, document the process along the way and then turn that into a course. Trust me, there are people out there that will pay big bucks for that kind of course. Whether they want to rebuild uh, and restore a 57 Chevy or a 73 Javelin or any other vehicle out there, they were like, oh my God, there's someone that's doing what I'm doing. They'll teach me the tips and the tricks and the things to avoid along the way. Now, if you're still not quite sure why you want to create a course, I'm going to go through, like I, like the episode says, the 14 reasons why you should create your online course. And here's hoping that inside at least one of these, you get the answer to your question. Why should I create my online course? Reason number one, and these reasons are really in no particular order. I was just sitting down and writing them down. And so these are pretty much the order that they came to me. But I think some of you may find reason number one, the top reason. Some of you may find reason number 14 as your top reason. But here we go. Reason number one, making an impact. How can I make an impact? Look, here's the thing. When you're working online, you have the most amazing chance of expansion and increasing your audience far more than you do in an offline space. Just my personal opinion. Some people may debate that and you're welcome to drop in your, your thoughts in the comments, um, associated with this. When you, you, when you go to make that five star review and drop that comment, you could leave it in the reviews there or go to my web, page at darkhorseschooling.com. Go to this episode. This is 334. You find that and there'll be a space for comments there as well. I, I welcome your input. Let's make this a two-way dialogue, but I really think you have a huge, huge advantage in how you can make an impact with your course in the online space. Now, like any type of business, you're going to need to develop the idea and then you're going to create it and then you're going to launch your project and you're going to share it with others and bring them into your community. You would do this in a brick and mortar. If you open up a little fish and tackle place where you taught people how to fish, I'm going to use this fishing thing through the whole, through the whole episode. Just bear with me here. You would have to do the same thing. You'd have to get your name out there and expand and tell people and bring them into the fold. And here's what's really going to be cool about it. As people come into your shop, brick and mortar version, they're going to share with you tips or ideas that they have learned. And then you can add it into as part of your course. You're going to create this fellowship of folks. Now imagine being able to do that around the entire globe, right? You can use the technology to build your influence and create a passionate community of your fellow fishermen and women in this case, right? Now, here's the cool thing about that. As you build this passionate community and they share tips and ideas with each other, it's your community. You've built it. You've fostered it. You nourished it. This allows you to promote and sell your courses and other content to them as well right? 
So this is how you can make impact. Reason number one. Reason number two. How can I earn passive income? Well, I, I've kind of almost just like flowed right into it. You heard me saying you've built that community of folks coming to you. You've built that passionate community, in this case, example case of fishermen. And you can continue to promote and sell your courses and other materials to them. You can even set this up as an automated process and it will begin to happen passively. But in the online course space alone, you as an online info or entrepreneur have the potential to create a course and sell it over and over and over again. You think about this right now. If you're working a nine to five, you're going in and you're having to work eight hours to get eight hours worth of pay. What if you could work eight hours and get paid that eight hours worth of pay once, twice, three times, four times, a hundred times, 300 times for that same eight hours worth of work? See, if you choose to become an infopreneur, you can get expect to get paid for that knowledge, right? That amazing set of skills inside your brain. If you set it and put it into a course, and create that passive income. Is it going to be easy? I'm not going to tell you it's easy. And I'm not going to tell you it's going to happen overnight. But if you become this course and content and infopreneur, this course instructor, you can start earning money on autopilot. So it doesn't matter if you're into fishing or into guarding or traveling or believe it or not, even sleeping. You can keep earning and attracting students are potentially interested in your course and the benefits it has. Remember, I told you it's got to have a benefit in there. Are you going to teach me to fish for the enjoyment? Or are you going to teach me to fish to feed my family? Uh, let's see, thought number three. How can I create something that's easy to manage? I think course creation is the answer to that question. Here we are. We're in this era where learning is becoming almost a necessity, right? You've got to learn amazing things. But beyond it being a necessity, learning is becoming even more accessible across the board, right? I don't care whether you're a rich guy, super poor guy, a rich gal or super poor gal, you're given an opportunity to learn uh, via your phone, via a tablet, go to the library if they still have libraries where you live, right? But you, as the infopreneur, can create something from ground zero and build Let's call it an online school completely from scratch, right? There are so many amazing tools at your fingertips that are out there um, that will provide you what we'll call, uh, I think they're called LMSs, right? They're lightweight, they're learning management systems and they provide you with a place to put your lessons and use your marketing and you know, use the sales for all the e-learning tools, right? And they're all easily manageable and they're customizable in appearance so they match the look that you want to have for yourself and your brand. Literally, you can create a landing page, right, and start crushing your sales goals. They're already, most of them, actually all the ones I have seen, come up with templates. And all you have to do is put, you know, change their uh, wording to your wording, and then you're ready to rock and roll. Boom, bing, bang, boom. You could be up and running 
in, I'll, I'll, I'll say 24 hours, right? If you've already recorded all your content and it's ready to rock and roll, you can sit down and within 24 hours, have everything uploaded into your, your learning management system, your LMS, have your landing page up and running and start telling people about it and start hitting your sales goals. Right now, of course, that's a pipe dream. I, I, I'm not saying everyone's going to start making these amazing sales overnight, but it's possible, right? You could, in that 24 hours, have your first sale and imagine the charged feeling, this uh, the oomph that you would feel if that would happen as a result from something you're already passionate about doing. And here's what's really cool about these uh, easy to use management systems that are out there. Uh, Course Funnels is one of them that I like to use, right? Is if you want to go in and update it, right? You don't have to strip everything down and put up a whole new set of lessons. You can go in and make the uh, changes, record your new videos or add to them. And within a few clicks, you can have them set up in there. Uh, some of them, excuse me, you can have them set up in there and ready to rock roll. And some of them, we even allow you to have little tests, right? Where you ask a couple of questions and some of them will even restrict the students from being able to move forward until they get the answers correct. Not always something you need to do, but certainly in some areas when you're know, you dealing with building cars or dealing with uh, electronics and what have you, where if you don't get this right, you could hurt yourself or your project. Uh, you certainly want to have those capabilities available to you. How can I build something that I can run from anywhere? Geographical independence, man, wow. In this digitally proven world, uh, the possibilities are endless uh, when it comes to course creation. Your ability to work from anywhere is really just being able to have your access to a computer of some sort. Could be a laptop, could be your phone, right? Uh, could be a desktop and an internet connection. Could be a satellite internet connection. You could be at an internet cafe. That's all you need. You just need that internet connection and that little computer to connect you to where your uh, lessons are being housed, usually, you know, on some server somewhere or maybe even on the cloud that you can update things, answer questions. This means effectively you're not bound to stay in your home, in your city, in your state, in your country. You could set up your online course or even your online academy for any from and for any part of the world, right? You get to promote it anywhere you want to. You may set it up in English and then turn around and have it converted to Spanish or German or whatever language you feel, you know, it, it is suitable to. And, and many of these uh, learning management systems come with translators embedded in them. So you can reach people from all over the world. Hmm? Fishing happens everywhere, right? Crocheting happens everywhere. Building cars happens everywhere. Sleeping happens everywhere. Getting exercise, losing weight, it all happens everywhere. How can I start a business with no extra costs or paperwork? Oh my God. How many of you have gone down and said, you know what, I'm going to start this brick and mortar business. All right, well, then you've got to get your site uh, up. You have to find where you're going to have your brick and mortar site. Then you have to have it built out internally so it matches your needs. 
sometimes it's pretty extensive. Sometimes you may be lucky enough to find the right place. You have to get um, plans approved, right? You have to get approvals from the local building commission, from your local town. Hmm? Then online business, you're pretty clutter-free. No paperwork involved, no manufacturing, no delivery, no shipping costs. All the aspects of your school are carried out online. Whether this has to do with the administration, the content creation, the set, the set design, the customization, the advertising, or the promotion, it's all done however online, right? Now. When it comes to physical materials, you could decide that you want to create some of your own printed promotional material. It could be a business card, or it could be flyers, or anything you want to go along with your business. But those aren't necessities. Everything that you need to run your course, or your entire school, or your entire academy, if that's what you want to keep building it up from, happens in the digital space so you don't have all the extra materials the extra costs or all the paperwork that go with it which leads right into the next one how can i build something with flexibility of time with time flexibility ladies and gentlemen when you become an infopreneur edupreneur whatever you want to call it you get to enjoy your free time because remember, I mentioned earlier, right now, you could be working eight hours of work, maybe 10 hours, depending on who you work for, for eight hours worth of pay, right? That nine to five routine. And you're free to continue to do that. Trust me, I've done it, right? This particular option, your course, lives outside of that. You spend the, the hours to create your content. You spend the time it takes to put that content online. Then you spend the content, uh, it, you spend the, the content, you spend the time that it takes to get buyers to your course. And that's it, right? You're after that, you're free to do whatever you want. And you can set up your own work schedule. Once your content is out and the audience can consume it, even without you there, you're good to go, right? They, they're, and they're going to consume it at their own pace. Some of them may tear through it in one day. Some, some of them will take it a little piece by piece and go out and try things, right? Here's the next thing. You can even outsource things like, oh, the help desk the call services center, right? You can attend to those issues as you want. Uh, and early on, when you're bootstrapping, you're probably gonna do them all yourself. And I would advise you to do it by yourself. That way you get a feel for what goes into it. And when you hire someone, uh, be it a, a digital VA or an actual call service center, uh, you can educate them based on your experience. After that, you can choose only work a few hours a day or maybe you combine them and you work a few days a week or a few days a month and the rest of the time is yours i know one gentleman who has a, a whole host of um, courses and what he does to keep his momentum going when it comes to his marketing and other things that he likes to hold on to himself, such as the blogging, is he'll sit down and spend uh, eight hours across maybe one or two days. And in that eight hours, he'll get all the blogs he needs to get done for like two months. All the marketing materials he needs to get done for like two months. So for eight hours of time spent, now mind you, he spent a lot of time building up the courses and getting them out there and getting that initial momentum going. Now, eight hours buys him two months of free time. 
That's an exchange I'll take any day. And this, I think, really leads to something I really think is great for the infopreneurs to dive into. Because while it gives you all this amazing free time to do anything you want, hang out with your family, go on amazing trips, work on your hobbies, maybe just have a part-time job, whatever it is, it also frees you up to learn even more about the very topic that you're passionate about and your courses on. So that you can do what? Create the next level of the course or update the course as things change. So maybe you're doing something on SEO, right? Maybe you are doing something about phishing and some new cool piece of technology, be it, you know, a rod or a reel or uh, a lure or some tactic even comes out and you learn about it. Wow. You only learned about it because you had the time to keep working on your passion project and now you can turn around and educate your students or create a whole new course about that and sell that as well reason number seven maybe we call it question number seven because i've been forming all these as questions because i think those are the things that we're thinking about right what can i start what business can i start for free huh? okay here we go creating a course or ultimately your online school or academy as i mentioned um, is probably about the safest free business that you can start because you can leverage any number of the free platforms that are out there to host your online content your online school or academy and most of them even if they have paid options allow you 30 day free trials. Some of them I've seen one that was 60 day free trials, right? With no strings attached. So you can experiment with the tools, find out what works, what doesn't work. Or you can find someone who has access to one of the uh, privately hosted uh, options and say, Hey, can I try it? I'm thinking about buying it. And you know, trust me, there's lots of folks out there. Um, I was one of them that said, Hey, I saw this really cool tool called Course Funnels. Can you, uh, I'd like to try it. Can you give me a, a shot at it? And they're you certainly give it an option. Heck, reach out to me. I'll work with you on the, something like Course Funnels and show you how it works and drive you around. Or you can set up your course on there uh, and see what happens, right? Make it work for you. It is definitely something you can start out for free. You're now listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Heck, if you want to get really crazy, um, here's there's a triad, and the triad is time, perfection, and cost. And you can pick two of those, right? You want to save time, you're going to have to get, that means you can get perfection, but it's going to cost. If you want to save cost, then you're going to give up some time and some perfection. If you want, you know, something that's low cost and low time, you're going to give up some perfection. So out of those three, you can have two, right? Which one are you most likely to give up? A lot of times for folks, uh, they have to give up the cost, which means they're going to focus. It's going to take them some time and it's going to take them some perfection, right? You might erode those two a little bit. You're going to take a lot of time and you might erode a little bit of perfection. The, pro the point I'm getting at here is, is if you're willing to pay um, a little bit up front and it doesn't we're not talking a lot here uh, sometimes it's $15 sometimes it's $99 uh, as a place to put your content then now you've taken on the cost side 
and you've cut down some of the time side and enabled you to keep the perfection and quality in place. Does that make sense? All right. So think about that trilogy. Whenever you're looking at a project, you got time and perfection could be quality, right? Time, quality, and cost. And you get to pick two. So remember, you can't save time and quality without cost. So if you're going to travel down the free route, you're going to give up the other two, right? You're going to, anyway. Um, but so my whole point of that babbling few moments there was another option that you could have would be purely email. You could set up your little course through a, a series of emails and have people sign up through a, an easy, quick little free landing page and then have them, when you send them these emails, say, hey, here's the lesson in text. And if you'd like to see the video version of this and you give them a link and it points them over to maybe a YouTube video that you have out there, which is also free, uh, that is set to private. Now, the only way they see that is if they click that link and when they sign up for it, you can say, you know, here's a uh, three, four, five, six, ten tips. I have a whole course about this in this same format. If you're interested in it, make it a low barrier of entry, maybe $27 or whatever, and you continue with that same format. They're already used to it. Uh, and again, it's all free, right? Now, after you get a few of those sales, now you have a few dollars that you can invest into one of the uh, learning management system platforms that are out there. So your costs are still low. You're, you're offsetting the costs of elevating your quality through your original sales. Now, I don't want to focus all these reasons on folks that are just thinking about starting a course but as a very first time ever. There's sometimes some of you folks that are listening to this, maybe you already have a business. Maybe you're already a coach. Uh, maybe you have already have some sort of business out there and you find, well, let me just ask the question. What do I do if my competition is stealing my customers? Ah, here's yet another reason why you should create an online course. So no matter what your current business revolves around, you have a core set of skills or a core knowledge set that your customers are probably hungry for. And whether you are aware of it or not, there are people out there right now that are looking to learn those very skills that you, my friend, are already a master at, right? And you have the answers to problems that they have. You have the answers to solve their problems. That's what business is all about. You see a problem in the marketplace, you create the solution and you sell it. And if you don't have some sort of online offering to sell them, I can almost guarantee to you, your competition will or already does. And if they do, they are effectively stealing your customers, right? Those people that would have otherwise been your clients, they either would have been or already are and got taken away and you're letting them do it simply because you don't have some sort of online learning opportunity to keep them engaged with you. These customers could people who you've brought into your course had you created one, right? Or they could be people that 
maybe have worked with you in the past, you know, uh, successfully, and you they got to the end of their journey with you, and now they're looking for something, right? that you're not currently offering. You've brought them to that precipice. All right, we solved that first problem. Here's what I generally find. With the solution of a problem, no matter what that problem is, a new problem arises. And because you're the expert in that arena, you probably already know what that problem is and you can do one of two things. Either you can help them avoid it or you can help them through it. And you can do both of those in an online course. So the question becomes, are you willing to hand your customers over to your competition on a silver platter? No, of course not. So now is the time to build your online course for that next step, that next evolution for those customers and clients, current and past, as well as future. Number nine, what can I create once? and sell repeatedly, right? I think I've kind of already answered this one, but this is definitely a point I want to be sure was called out. What can you create or effectively with an online course, you are creating an asset that you can sell again and again and again. And the great thing about online courses is that once you finish, you have something that you can sell many times over. So if you think about it, if you were going to go into, say, the print-on-demand t-shirt business, right? Yeah. The design that you created for a t-shirt, you could sell over and over again. But you still have to sell individual t-shirts. With an online course, you're creating that design. Your, your course, your lesson, your videos, your text, if you use the example I gave earlier. And you're selling that over and over again without any extra components to it. You can enroll one student into it. You can enroll 10, 100, 1,000, or 1 million students into the exact same course. Now, the big difference is going to be when you start um, scaling that business to a point, you're going to need to uh, give them some live support. And as I mentioned earlier, you can do that yourself early on as you're building up and scaling and getting the resources to do it. But later on, when you get to that certain point and you want that free time, you're going to want to hire in some folks to do that for you. So again, it becomes no extra effort on your part. Now, most likely, most of you that are out there listening to this will be creating courses that are what is referred to as evergreen. And what this means is, means is, is you simply create it and roll it out and you sell it over and over and over and over again, well into the future. Now, there will be certain courses that some of you will create that will need to be updated or refreshed um, depending on what's going on. Uh, SEO is probably a great example of that, right? Because SEO changes so much so often with the different algorithms of all the different platforms that are out there that you would need to go in and refresh it. But the core of it, the baseline, right? That foundation of the course would remain the same. You would only have to go in and refresh it with new changes. So the only extra time that you would uh, re be required to put in would be to any tweaks to refresh that content. And here's, here's again, you don't have to do it, but 
doing it does keep your content relevant. If I go back to my phishing example from earlier, if some new piece of technology or if you learn some new skill inside that phishing arena uh, that makes something you put in there um, obsolete, well, you can go in there. You could leave it in there if you wanted to. So for a beginner like me, I would look at that up, what you consider is an obsolete lesson. And I would say, wow, that's cool. And then you could just put an addendum to it. You know, like maybe it was lesson three. This becomes lesson 3.1. Hey, for you newbies, that lesson you just went through makes perfect sense. For you more experienced folks, let me share with you an enhanced version of that. And then that refreshes the content while still leaving the old information out there. And of course, depending on how much you refresh it, if it's something significant, you'll want to update your marketing and your sales materials as well. And speaking of marketing and sales, I think one of the things to think about is you don't have to leave your your cart open 24-7. I've seen many people see lots of success, and I interviewed one of them on my podcast here, the drummer from I Prevail, Gabe Helgetta, offered uh, a, a tactic that he and many others use in that they only have their carts open for a limited period of time and in the meantime so if they leave this their cart open and having an open cart means your courses are for sale and his course is how to he teaches drumming he has, a, he has an online monthly subscription service and you sign up for something like $27 a month um, but then he only keeps the cart open for 30 or 45 days periodically does it a couple of times a year and the other times, if you go in there after that, whenever, after that sales period and whenever the cart is closed, you would add your email and become a part of his email list. And now he can market to you and build up the hype and, um, and educate you and warm you up as an audience so that when the cart does open, he gets this flood of sales all at the same time. On the flip side, I interviewed, um, Kenny Lee Lewis, who's the guitarist for the Steve Miller Band, and he has a very similar uh, course set up. You know, he teaches people to play guitar, much like he plays guitar. However, he leaves his cart open all the time and brings them in, takes them through the course, um, and then you know, lets them finish it off where Gabe goes through and lets people go through the course at their own pace, much like Steve does. But he then closes the cart and builds up that marketing momentum. So both options work. There's pros and cons to either. The cool thing is that once you've created your course and the course content and got it set out there, it's yours to sell however or whenever you need. Now this one leads right into, what are we at? Number 14? Just kidding. We're only on number 10. What can I create to help scale my business? Well, as you already know, the answer to what you can create to scale your business is an online course. I mean, too many businesses, uh, I think their earning potential becomes limited for whatever ceiling they may have, right? Within the physical four walls, there's a ceiling there. Within the financial exchange that's going on, there's a ceiling there. Because when you trade time for money, you only have so much time that you can give up. And to add 
more time, you'd have to add more staff, and that increases your time a little bit. When you add a new person, you don't get a one-for-one -one ratio because if you, as the owner of the business, have eight hours a day, adding a new staff does not give you another eight hours in the day. It maybe gives you another four, and that's after you train them and train them well, right? So you got to stop training, or excuse me, trading time for money. You want to give money in exchange for value. And the value is where your course comes in. And again, as I've already explained, once you've created that online course and inserted that value, just jam packed it with value, well, then it requires very little of your time. And if you bring a new staff member on, you magnify that time exponentially, right? You probably actually get another eight hours. And you can also sell that course you've created to a large number of people at just about the same time and resource investment as you would to a small number of people. So if you're looking for a way to scale your business and escape the time for money trap, creating and selling an online course can be the perfect solution. What can I create that will position me as an authority in my niche or in my sector or in my industry? Yeah, there it is. I can hear you now. Of course, Tracy. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, it's like writing a book, right? So many people are like, hey, this is the author of such and such a topic. This is the, uh, the author of learn fishing in 10 days or fishing for dummies, writing a book creating and selling an online course helps to position you as the authority on your topic, right? It, it elevates you from practitioner to teacher, right? And that indicates that you have enough expertise, enough knowledge inside that niche of yours that you can actually teach on the course. Now, again, this doesn't mean you have to be the guru on the topic. You just have to know enough to put in valuable content that is more than I know, right? And then you can leverage that authority to make it easier for you to promote other areas of your business. It comes back to scaling and number of other things, right? Because it opens up doors to you as a thought leader, right? And people see, oh, he's the expert of, and that can get you interviews. It can get you on podcasts. It can get you guest expert opportunities because you are the person that has the course out there on your topic whatever that topic might be the next idea i'd like to leave you with is what is it that i could create as part of a product letter yeah an online course that's why you should create an online course much like every one of these reasons before that I've seen so many successful businesses and most of them find that success because they've created an, an ascension ladder, right? A product ladder. It's a range of offerings that covers most price points. And, and if you think about it, step back for a minute and think about some of your favorite clothiers, right? They have an offering within their common price point. Uh, I had a client uh, not too long ago um, who did uh, apparel for a niche uh, arena and they had an offering ranging all the way down to like $14 up to $300, right? And it depends on whether you wanted just a nice t-shirt 
or you wanted some flannel or whether you wanted a polo shirt or whether you wanted a, uh, a waxed leather shirt for, you know, being out in the cool, dewy rain or whether you wanted a nice, cold weather jacket or whether you wanted to be fully suited up to ready to ready to go out there and go hunting they covered the whole range right and they have product ladders hey if i can get you to buy this 19.99 or 24.99 flannel then i have a lot easier time and then you see the value of that product i'll have a lot easier time getting you to buy the 39 or 49 dollar product that i have and when you have that in your hands i know it's going to be a whole lot easier to sell you the 89 dollar jacket or the 159 dollar jacket that, that do different things but because you've experienced the lower rungs of the product ladder you get it right it's really for those new customers who might just want to get in there with you and test out the waters you know they don't they have basic needs it's not really urgent right now they don't have the 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 need to to solve this big problem so they're going to be a little more frugal with their with their wallet however as these customers consume more and more of your products and they become familiar with not only you but the quality of your offering they trust you and know that you're going to deliver on your word and do what you say you're going to do then they begin to rise up that product letter ladder they'll invest more time they'll invest more money in your bigger and more expensive offerings so these shorter and lower cost and lower commitment online courses make an excellent low rung even tripwire um, initial product offering uh, that are less of a risk for people who don't know you haven't gotten to know you or trust you yet and it's a convenient purchase for them um, who maybe they just don't want to spend more money at this particular time then as they move along and see your value those longer more expensive online programs you can build while you're earning that income from the lower rung right uh, you can start to build out your product lever ladder um, giving you higher rungs for people to reach for to attain However, they're going to need to invest a little more time and a little more funds in order to get that help from you, from your knowledge and from your skills. Here's the cool thing I was saying. Remember back earlier, one of the reasons is you get more of your time. You get more of your time to do the very thing you're passionate about, which is what your online course is about. And as you do more of it you learn more about it you get the opportunity to become more and more of an expert and you can share that in future offerings and that leads right into the next one how can i make my time more valuable you can make your time more valuable by creating an online course i see so many coaches and i know the coaching world has really blown up since i stepped into it back in the 90s but i see so many coaches out there doing one-on-one -on -one, maybe one on a few right and again that comes back to trading your hours for money so if you think about it if we go back to the the previous um tip I just gave you by creating more rungs on your ladder you make your time more valuable 
effectively in increasing uh, the cost of working with you one-to-one. So let's say you're going to do, let's continue with our fishing example. Let's say you created your, hey, learn fishing in three days course. That's basic for for guys like me that know nothing, zero about fishing, and you introduce them to that first set of courses. I don't know. Maybe you got nine, ten lessons in there, giving them all the basics that they need to know, right? Something you have been doing. You've been teaching. Maybe you taught your, your daughter and your son, your wife, your sister, your brother. I don't know who you've taught, but now you're teaching the masses. And now you create your next course. All right. Now fishing for the intermediate person and you, you give that lesson out there and it's the next step up the rung. Here's what happens. Someone inside those courses is going to raise their hand and say, can you teach me this directly? I want to learn from you. Well, now the value of your time has been accented. That's been multiplied by all the value you've already given them. All right. Because People can access your expertise in teaching online by lower levels of investment. It means that you can protect your time and energy and you can work with pe- you can work with less people and expect to be charged, be charging the expert level fees that would come with that, right? So maybe originally you were doing, I don't know, $50 an hour lessons. Now you could do $150 an hour lessons, $200, $500 an hour lessons, whatever it, it would be that would make sense. And here's the next thing. If you do do that, listen to the questions your audience is asking you. Hey, what about this? What about that? And make sure you add those into the value pack of your courses. All right, we're getting down to the end here. How can I create something that's a valuable upsell? man create an online course that's how there is so much money to be made in the upsell we've all seen them right some of them were like oh my god not another damn upsell if you think about it companies are making major bucks with upsells that's why they do it that's why you keep getting pounded by with the would you like fries with that right do you want to go large do you want to make it a meal right? Uh, We've all seen it. That's that's just an upsell. If you think about it, if you go in there, you say, I want a burger and and I want fries. Would you like a drink with that? That's an upsell. Would you like it to make it large fry, right? Uh, So they make these combo packs, these upsells that will go with that. So think about this for a moment. Let's step into the affiliate marketing arena. Let's go with our fishing example. Maybe you find a great tackle store that has an affiliate program. Hey, if you can send them sales to their store, they'll pay you an affiliate commission. Hmm? What you can do is tell anyone that you send out your marketing message to say, Hey, if you buy this information, you know, these, this, this products from this store that I fully endorse because I've used their products. I think they're amazing, et cetera, et cetera. So you're, you're putting your expertise stamp of approval on that product. If you buy this fishing rod and this reel and this tackle and then this, and you spend X amount of dollars, I'm going to give you X, right? My course, um, uh, for free. You know, that's, that's kind of a way to get them to upsell. And I'm, it's not exactly an upsell. Um, let's flip that on its ear. Now, let's say you go to that tackles, that, that, uh, that 
rod and gun store, whatever you guys are calling it. I, I tell you, I know nothing about fishing, so I'm stumbling over my lips here. Um, let's say you go to that store and you say, here's what I'd like to do. Any customer that spends over X with you and you can negotiate with them, I'm offering to give, you know, my, my how to fishing uh, course, beginner level or expert level at 50% off, right? Whatever 50% off is. This is a sale you have to do nothing for. And it's a way for them to upsell. You know, maybe they're right at that cusp. You know, it's maybe it's $150 and they're buying 120 bucks. Hey, $20 more and you get this how to fish, you know, the lakes of Wisconsin for 20 bucks, whatever the, the price may be. And they're like, wow, that would be awesome. You know, so they spend another 40 bucks. They get the, the store gets more money. You get the, the sale on the, um, the course. And now you have a new customer that you get to market to over and over and over again. Now that one leads right into the next tip. How do I create something to use as a downsell? Well, you create an online course. Maybe you take that course that you already know that has all that jam-packed value in it and you create a condensed version. Hmm? That way, when you make the offer and say, hey, here's this amazing set of how to fish the lakes of Wisconsin, the beginner version, how to fish the lakes of Wisconsin, the expert version. They're like, no, I don't know. I'm not ready to spend 99 or whatever the price point you put on it is. Well, maybe you have a downsell version. Hey, I'll offer you this version of the content. It's a little more streamlined, uh, a little more condensed, right? Uh, for half the price. Wow. They're like, wow, what a great deal. And think about this. We've all seen this in car dealerships, right? Car dealers will show the customer the top range model, right? At their anchor price. Then to introduce them to some downsell, some lower scale model. In a comparison, it looks like a better deal. If I come at you and say, hey, here's the perfect answer, the perfect solution to what it is you're looking for. You want to learn how to fish those lakes of Wisconsin? Here it is, $199. And they're like, wow, that's a little steep for me right now. I just bought all this fishing gear. Not sure that I want to spend another 200 bucks. Cool. I get it, man. I totally get it. Here's the streamlined version for $89. Wow. You see what I'm saying? It's a big difference to go from 200 to, you know, under a hundred bucks. Well, they're like, wow, well, I might be able to do that. And you'll be able to save the sale, so to speak. Now, it doesn't mean you don't leave it there. Later on, you may come back to him and say, hey, if you're enjoying the content you got in this downsell version, the original version, hey, I'm still willing to sell it to you for 40 bucks. Right now, you haven't really gone all the way from 89 to 200 like you originally wanted to, but you were able to upsell them. You see, you feel the trend happening here. And again, you've now added another person to your customer list that you get the market to over and over again. And all of these really answer the final question. The final tip I'll leave you with is how can I create something? to create a new revenue stream. Let's say you were that fishing store owner or the guy that does fishing lessons on the weekend. Again, I come back that you can create this course, this fishing course or whatever the course is you want to be about, right? How to use your laptop effectively 
um, as an entirely new revenue stream. Let's say, for example, let's say you are the the fishing guy and you're, you you got that store and someone comes in and they buy all this amazing equipment. You say, you know what? I have this great course about how to use this equipment the most effectively, right? Now, you can buy this course right here and because you just bought all this equipment from me right now, I give you a discount on it. There's your downsell option and they say well i don't know about that well here's here's the thing here's what i'll do because you bought all this equipment from me in the first place i'm going to go ahead and give you the the checklist that you need for that all right make sure you're not missing some of the key features and have them sign in to get that checklist now you you've added them to your uh, marketing campaign that will help potentially upsell them to one of the courses or downsell them into the course the streamlined version of the course again all adding and diversifying your income stream and as you engage with those folks via those courses they're going to ask you questions you're going to solve some more problems which may lead to you creating yet another course that you hadn't even thought of Whew! i didn't think i was going to be able to fill up almost an hour <laughs> just telling you reasons why you should create an online course all right well my dark horse friends and family and infopreneurs on the next episode we're going to chat about who should create an online course and more specifically what are the three questions that you're going to have to ask yourself and then what are some of the mental barriers that you're going to have to overcome because i know you have them i had them too all right and I know, I know, you're waiting for it right behind that. We're going to start dropping episodes about how to do each of these things, right? Now, I know you want to keep getting all these amazing episodes, as well as the episodes that include the awesome guests I'm lucky enough to bring on here. So please, go on down there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star rating. Heck, leave us a four-star rating if you really think it's just that good. But I really think you want to leave us a five-star rating and... Write some kind words in the reviews. Ask those questions, right? I want it to be a two-way conversation. It, it, again, it is those subscribes, ratings, and reviews that are your way of telling those podcast platform algorithms out there that you are getting some value from this podcast. In doing so, they will then lift us a little bit up in the rankings so that we can reach more driven infopreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment, help spread the love. I definitely appreciate you. All right, you get out there, you run your race, you get your results, and come let me hear about them. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.